Welcome to the Save Your Marriage by Restoring the Man podcast, dedicated to all the men who are going through marital problems and want to save their marriages, with host Arturo Henriquez and sponsored by The Fortified Spouse. Guys, ego is not your amigo. You know, men tend to, you know, lead with their ego. I certainly did. For some reason, it made me feel a lot better, more powerful, and I was just hurting a lot of people. My wife, my children, my friends, my business colleague, my partners. And, you know, this ego uh, subject, I, you know, once I finally understood that I gain absolutely nothing, you know, from coming from an egocentric standpoint, you know, where ego is driving my decisions, the way I behave towards other people, my life changed uh, for the better. So I'm going to play this, uh, this uh, talk that I gave uh, that talks about ego and certain aspects of where people use ego, uh, which is really enlightening and it, it was so well received. I hope you enjoy it. Ego is not your amigo. So guys, this is probably, you know, one of the most uh, important things that I learned in my journey, um, that I was operating always on ego, through ego. And men just by nature are very egocentric. Um, that's not narcissistic. Narcissistic is a totally different thing. It's a therapeutic, uh, it's a therapy, it's, just, uh, uh, it's almost a medical term, uh, uh, but it's certainly a psychological term. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying egotistic, uh, egocentric, um, and men just by nature are. So part of the reason why we got the, you know, what we call it the gut punch is because we said, you know, it, it felt like, you know, you were hit in the gut and it's a punch because it hurt. Well, what really hurt, guys, was your ego. Your ego got hurt. And you realize you have this awakening that you've been operated on ego because suddenly you've lost control. You know, your wife wants a divorce. She wants separation. And you can't control it. And that, that not being able to control it is scary. And your ego is no longer protecting you. See, when we're talking about ego, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, you being the, the tough guy, the macho man, right? And something that we talked about in a prior video. You being the, the, the head honcho, the, the one that manages and leads and is always in control and everything revolves around you as it relates to your family, as it relates to your relationship. A lot of wives feel invisible as a result of this. So, and as I mentioned before, men by nature are egocentric, right? It's in our nature to compete. Men are far more competitive than women are. Doesn't mean women aren't competitive. Doesn't mean men, you know, some men are not competitive. Just saying it's it's more in our nature to compete and you know, competition by definition means there's a winner and a loser. And if you're competing, you don't want to be the loser. You want to be the winner. And so you're constantly doing things to win. So you've always got to ask yourself, am I competing to win? And if, and if the answer is yes, what am I winning should be the next answer. And uh, excuse me, the next question. Because if you win the argument but lose, but lose the girl then you didn't really win, you lost. 
although you won the argument, right? And that's what happens in, in most arguments is you get in the way of her managing the relationship because you justify and, and you, you know, you explain your point of view and, uh, you know, you drive it home so that you're right, but you end up being wrong in the relationship, right? Another, another thing that makes us egocentric is we like to fix things, right? That's in our nature. Now, fixing things in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with that. Point is that it gives us satisfaction. When we when we talk with other men, we give each other solutions. You know, we don't we tend not to ask for help, but we tend to give solutions. And you know, they're business solutions, they're sports solutions, they're you know, rarely are they personal development solutions, but they they tend to be around those themes. And when we we're able to give a solution, we feel good. It gives us satisfaction. And so that that's what I mean by egocentric. We fix things, it gives us, because it's part of our nature to fix things, fixing them gives us satisfaction, and that feeds the ego. Uh, knowing things. We like to be know-it-alls. We like to have the answer. Again, that's part of fixing things. And that also gives us satisfaction. And we're also task-oriented, right? And this goes way back to prehistoric times when, you know, our task was to go out and, and hunt, and we have to be laser-focused and tax-oriented. You know, A, B, C. A guesses to B, B guesses to C. Whereas women are harvesting. They're going out and getting berries and, and food for the day-to-day. And so they, they, they're multitasking. Um, and so we're task-oriented. And we, we, we complete a task. We hunt. We, you know, in, in, you know, in prehistoric times, we bang, you know, the cavemen would bang their chest because they... they they were satisfied. It gave them a big high. It boosted their ego. Okay, but none of that, none of that, again, is good for the relationship. It's just explaining that men are more egocentric. Now, it's hard for us to apologize. Because, and the reason being, again, it's ego-driven because we see it as a weakness. Right? Showing our emotions, we see as a weakness. And that's, again, twofold. One societal and two it's just how we you know how we are wired um societal meaning that you know men tend not to show their emotions women do they share and that's part of being feminine us us men we don't you know we're not sitting around um the soccer game or a football game talking about you know and i feel sad and i feel angry and i feel frustrated and i feel um uh because i can't I can't, I can't tie my shoelaces or I can't kick the ball or I'm having, you know, uh, uh, problems at home. We just don't, we don't do those things. And so because we don't show our emotions, it's hard for us to apologize, right? Because it, it forces us to show our emotions. So sometimes when we do apologize, it's not heartfelt. Again, because there's no emotions there, right? Um, and also because we feel like we're, we're weaker because we did something wrong. If we did something wrong, then it's it's you know we are we view ourselves with lesser esteem. Something's not right, right? And that that goes to another point is that we need to be right. That goes back to the egocentric thing, but it also goes to the apology. You know, when when your wife says, you know, you know, why didn't you do this? Or you know, you're to blame for all of this. You know, we will the first our, our gut instinct is to. Um, uh, justify, right? Justify and reason and ex- over-explain why we did something through logic, 
right? As opposed to saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry it made you feel that way, you know, or or be empathetic, which is, you know, not, which is dealing with, you know, it's, it's in, being in touch with our emotions. And it's also, um, uh, you know, it, it's also not necessarily needing to be right or justify what we did. It's just, it's just acknowledging the other person, how, how they felt and understanding that other person, right? If you need to be right, then you're never going to listen. So you're never going to understand. If you don't understand, you're never going to appreciate and empathize your wife. And we're fixers, remember? We're not communicators. So it's hard to admit when we made a problem, right? It's hard to admit that because we fix things. We don't cause problems. We, by default, fix them. So, again, ego gets in the way of all this. This is all ego-based. So, and what we do, because of our ego, because we're, we're, we, we react from an ego, um, you know, standpoint or an egocentric standpoint, is we, 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 we have the wrong reaction. Right? When we got the gut punch, guys, we lost control. And so all of our everything we we you know we knew about our relationship, we no longer understand. So now we are needy because we're not coming from ego anymore. We're coming from pain. We're coming from hurt. And you know, please, please, uh, please come back to me. You know, please, please, I'll never do it again. You become needy, you become like little kids. Or we shower them with gifts. Or, or we're desperate and we, we do desperate, you know, um, these big gestures. Or we're controlling or we, you know, we do, or we're vindictive. And all we're doing here is we're being manipulative, guys. We're trying to control the reaction. We're trying to control the outcome like we were doing before. Before we got the gut punch. And none of this works. But this is what we do because we're lost. We're no longer coming from an ego standpoint. Right? We lost that control. Right? And also, insecurities are lurking underneath. Right? So beneath the, you know, we, we, we have an ego because we know that there's, that there's these things um, that we are not good at. We know that the, the, the we question, in, you know, about ourselves. Whether we, you know, we may think we're stupid, so we have to over-explain things. We have to always be right. We always have to be in the conversation. Um, we always have to justify our actions because maybe we don't feel that smart um, or that worthy or that, um, or or even, you know, at the surface level, we feel ugly. We feel not capable, not able. Um, and so, again, we overcompensate. We talked about that in a previous uh um, video. And again, this is all our ego allows us to mask these insecurities that lurk underneath. And this program is all about getting to the root of these insecurities and doing away with them. So we never have to go be ego-driven. We never have to react or act because of our ego. Right? Ego is not your amigo. And, you know, Think about this. If you had control this whole time, which you did, 
and that's why you got the cut punch. So if you had control this whole time, what that means is she didn't have freedom. And do you want to be that guy? So your ego makes you control, right? It, it comes from, from it's egocentric. And so when, if you're controlling, it means that your wife doesn't have her free will or her ability to make decisions or her ability to do things or ability to say things or express things or just be her. And, you know, that's, you know, that's why you're here is because you were very controlling because you were very egocentric. Ego is not your amigo. So we want to keep that ego in check, guys. Don't defend or justify when she lashes out at you. Don't defend or justify when she blames you for everything, including the marriage failure. Now, we know it takes two to tango, but you are trying to restore the marriage. And before, you didn't take responsibility for your actions. Because if you would have, you would have apologized. You would have heard her. You would have appreciated her. You would have understood her. Right? And you didn't do that. Because you didn't take responsibility for your actions. So now she's blaming you for the marriage failure. And, you, and, and, and she's right. Now, she's partly to blame as well. But we're talking about you, not her. And so take full responsibility for your actions in that failure. That's keeping your ego in check. That's admitting you were wrong and admitting you need help and admitting that you need to improve and grow. That's why you're in this program, right? But as the tests come, as you go through this program, the tests come like storms, right? And so you're going to have to deal with them. And you got to keep your ego in check and make sure you do that and don't defend your actions or justify them, but allow her to express, allow her to manage the relationship. She's going to paint you in, ne in a negative light in front of other people, in, in front of you. And again, that goes to the heart of your ego. Doesn't, doesn't, you know, it doesn't get any more precise at hitting your ego than making you look negative, like a bad person. Like she's not, she doesn't think you're a villain. She doesn't think you're a bad person. She just highlights negative things that you have done. And she might, you know, she might shine a big, big light on them. She might make them a lot worse than they really are. Again, keep your ego in check. Don't defend, don't justify. And she's going to define you with path with your past behaviors, not your present ones. So as you're going through this program, you're going to change. You're going to go through a big transformation. And guess what? She will notice that. And she's going to acknowledge it from time to time. At the beginning, not so much. She's going to think it's fake. But the more you do it with consistency, she's going to see that this is a new and improved you. But she'll see something that will remind her of, her, of, of the past you and the past dynamic between you and her. And she'll immediately say, you know, it's you again. It's the past you again. Even though it isn't. Even though you've been great. And so she's discrediting all your growth. She really isn't though. That's how it feels. Right? Because you've made, you're making great progress. And it's, it's restoring the relationship. 
it's pushing you farther and farther away from separation or divorce and closer and closer to trust and desire and and you know restoring your marriage but she'll 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 keep going back to the old you as if that was the current you so again guys keep your ego in check don't defend don't justify now all of these are tests because she is trying to as 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 you go through this program and she throws these tests at you the more in fact the more tests she throws at you your wife throws at you it means that she's trusting you more because these tests are to see if you could withstand them and if you can it shows that you are have changed it shows that the old you isn't isn't going to rear its ugly head the old asshole isn't going to come back right that old that old asshole is not in a bottle that you know magically is going to come back one day right so 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 she trusts you more the more she tests you and the more you pass the tests the more she builds trust the more trust is being built and that's the right direction there isn't any other direction to restoring your marriage but that direction and so during these tests guys one it's a good sign but they're hard as hell. You've got to be the lighthouse. Right? You've got to be the lighthouse during these storms. You've got to stand rigid. You've got to stand firm. You've got to know your purpose. You've got to be fortified. You've got to be confident. And you've got to let her be the storm. Let her splash. Let her storm. You know, let the lightning come. Let the rain fall. Let those waves build up high and smash against you. Those are all tests until eventually the calm will come and you're still there standing true to your purpose as a new man, right? As the new you, as a fortified man and not being driven by your ego because your ego is irrelevant. You know who you are. You're, 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 you feel secure and safe in your own skin. You're not no longer, um, you know, operating from, from an egocentric way. Now you're the lighthouse. So I'll leave you with this last thing. Always do the, always, always ask yourself this question. Because this is the difference between being a good guy and being an asshole. This is the difference between being the man you've always wanted to be, the husband you've always wanted to be, and probably the, the husband that you have been or the man that you have been that got you into this mess and where, you know, where your marriage is now on the rocks, where your, your, your marriage is probably you know, close to separation or divorce. Ask yourself this as you are reacting, as you're acting. Do I want to be right or do the right thing? That, that, that has helped me tremendously. So ask yourself that. Do I want to be right? And do I want to do, or do I want to do the right thing? So if you want to be right in an argument, you'll always justify, you'll always defend, and you'll force your argument. You'll never listen. Right? If you're in an argument, if you want to be right, you'll never listen. You'll never be empathetic. you never try to understand your wife. You never hear your wife. You'll never understand her. You'll never value her. You never appreciate her. 
or do you want to do the right thing and make her feel heard make her feel valued make her make, make her feel appreciated make her feel understood because if, if 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 you want to love you know if you want your your wife to be loved and you want to be that the guy that you've always the husband that you should have always been then you, you should always strive to do the right thing and stop being right all the time if you are hurting if you are lost if you are in despair you need to understand what is actually going on you need to get the tools to become confident independent of your wife you need to get the tools to better communicate you need to get the tools to deal with your emotions you need to get the tools to manage her reactions. You need to get the tools to deal with your insecurities and your triggers. You need to get the tools to become a better version of yourself. You need to start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. So if you're facing these decisions, if you're facing this anxiety of being lost and have these questions, what do I do now? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. She wants a separation or she wants a divorce. I just don't know what to do right now. Well, we can help you find those answers and give you the tools. Now, if you're interested in learning more about these tools, how to stabilize the marriage, how to postpone and delay the divorce or separation so you can work on yourself, how to start making changes to you, how to start building confidence, how to start being an empathetic listener, how to communicate better, how to build trust, how to change your context, how to build desire, and so, so many other things you need to do to become a better man, to become a better husband, to become a, to become a better father. Then I invite you to take part in the Fortified Spouse Program. Go to www.fortifiedspouse.com and enroll in the program. The program is going to change your life. It's going to make you a better man. It's going to restore the man, and it's going to save your marriage. This is Arturo Henriquez, and thank you for listening. You have been listening to the podcast, Save Your Marriage by Restoring the Man. For further information, visit the Fortified Spouse at www.fortifiedspouse.com. Thank you.